Welcome to the Career Blueprint, where we step into endless actionable career advice and insights. With your host Sandra, tune in and empower the growth of your professional journey. Welcome to the Career Blueprint. My name is Sandra and I am your host. Today's episode is about overcoming the challenges of career transitioning. Whether you're considering a switch or are in the midst of one or you know someone who is, this episode is packed with insights and strategies to make the journey smoother. So let's dive in. Embarking on a career transition can be both exciting and daunting. Reason being, we all know that we all think that this is something permanent. This is a decision we're going to make for life. I mean, it's not. We are just, you, you should take this as an experiment. You are capable of transitioning as many times as you can. So when you start uh, thinking about this as something that is going to go as permanent, one of one of these things is going to be stressful, and it's going to be um, it's going to be harder than it should be. This should be like a transition. This should be as an experiment. You try things out. You test the waters. You see if it's working for you, and then you go for it. And if it doesn't, you try something else. Begin with something small, like a, a course. Beginning with begin with something like. Uh, a volunteering experience. Try try it out and see if it's yours. So uh, if you go in as thinking that I'm going to drop out of school, go for something else, or I'm going to change my course, like it's going to be a life-changing decision. And we all know how those can be. You think you might make the wrong decision. And there is no, no such thing as that. You, it will be wrong for a minute and you correct it until you reach this, that particular thing that you want to do in life. I was talking with my friend the other day and we were saying how stressful um, becoming, okay, being an adult, mid-twenties, kind of getting you the rest of your life. Like these decisions you make right, right now, you feel like these decisions, decisions are going to determine who you are in the future. But it's not right. This is not going to determine who you are. This is m- much going to be like an experience. So... Talking to people who are much older than us, people in 40s, people in 50s, they tell you that in 20s, you're supposed to be making those decisions and making those mistakes. So you should make those those decisions without thinking further because life is way bigger than you think. And the more years go, you realize that what you did in 20s, yes, might have impacted what you who you are in the 50s, but also might have hindered who you could become. So uh, there is no fine line. There's no limit. You have to explore. You have to go into this as an experiment and put your legs in it. If it doesn't work, put them out. Go for another temperature. Yeah. Um, so to kick things off, let's discuss some of the common challenges many individuals face when navigating the crossroads. As we embark on the journey, we know that there is identity shift. So the journey of career transition, one of the most profound challenges we encounter in this shift of identity is many of us, our professions become our integral, they they become an integral part of our life, of who we are. Changing careers can feel like stepping into something you do not know how it's going to turn. The unknown, leaving a familiar part of ourselves behind. And the question is, how do we navigate this complex? The process of reshaping our identity. So to tackle the identity shift is crucial. To engage in self-reflection, uh, take the time to understand what aspects of your current identity are tied to your profession. Asking yourself, who am I beyond my job title? What makes me happy? 
what makes me feel, feel fulfilled. This intro- introspective journey can, you know, unveil hidden passions, strengths, and values that may have been overshadowed by your previous career. So additionally, seek support from friends, family, or even career coaches. They're out there and they offer actually good advice. So us as Africans, <laughs> I've seen this, that people do not invest in career coaches. I, I some, This is something I recently learned because I realized that uh, the investment we make us as Africans are mainly towards our basic needs in terms of um, maybe the classes we are in. We all know that we have the middle class, lower class and higher class. So let's not talk about higher class. Let's talk about us, middle class and anyone else who who face like day-to-day challenges, but they feel like there is there are other things that are luxury. So um, I, I, I got to realize that uh, career coaches tell me things like uh, we've met people who really need career coaches where they tell us they don't have that luxury to pay for a career coach. I mean, even if you realize it's like paying for a therapist and we all still think that, okay, not all of us, but most of us still think that that's a luxury. I mean, if you treat your career as part of the big identity of your life and the same way you could treat mental health as a big identity, I mean, who you are, you should be able to pay for a therapist as the same way you should be able to pay for a career coach to navigate your thoughts. And I've talked to some people who actually have mentored me in terms of my career choices. And this is something I, I struggled with in the past. Um, I had this stress going on. I'm like, what if I become a failure with one decision? What if I realize I change something because I want to right now and then one year in two years, it's not something that I want anymore. So I honestly won't tell you that I paid for a career coach, but I did something that almost to that and it helped me. I first like was off like my back when I, I talked to this particular person and it I would tell you it was like a two hour session which changed my life, changed the way I look at career. It's just the way I see things. So let me give you part of my free career therapy. <laughs> this is not something permanent. This is something you should enjoy. Career transition can be as hard as I said before, but also if you try and understand that it's only a temporary decision if you want it to be, you're going to enjoy the process of changing, a process of learning new things, a process of meeting new people, a process of a whole new department and how it works. This is a very, I don't know, I love, um, I'm, the, I'm one person that doesn't do well with change. But once I learned that nothing should be permanent, it helped me understand that I can actually navigate my my career transition in any way that I want. So as I was saying, Share your thoughts and fears about the identity shift. Let them be your surrounding board. And sometimes an external perspective can provide valuable insights and reassurance as you navigate the tr- this trans- transmot- Sorry, as you navigate this transformative process. Remember, embracing your new career doesn't mean abandoning your past. It's an evolution. You may not, you know. You're not sharing from scratch. You're building on the foundation of experiences. I mean, it can be a whole new department, but when you look at it, 
departments don't vary that much. It might, it might vary in ways of operations, blah, blah, blah. But also, you and contability, your, um, your way of, of learning. If you are the first learner, it will not change because you went from, um, let's say, you went from software development to civil engineering. Yes, you will still learn fast. It's still going to be a technical part of you. I'm not saying that maybe if you come from uh, medical school and go for uh, journalism, it's going to be easy. But if you, you were able to navigate one sector very well, you can do the other. So embrace the opportunity to redefine and expand your identity beyond the confines of that job title. So this shift can be a powerful catalyst for personal growth and fulfillment. Because trust me, instead of you staying in that job that you do not like, you rather go, learn from scratch, and build your connection, build your foundation, and do something that you love. This life is way too short for you to be working into something that you do not like. Especially, especially if it's a 9 to 5. Let's say if it's a business and you're trying to make money and you your own boss, there I can be like, mm, one eye shot, maybe let's see what, what's going to happen. But if you're an employed person and you're working for money from like 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. or even beyond and you're still working into something you do not love, I'm telling you, you are missing out. You are wasting your life and you can do so much better than what you're doing right now. So I was reading earlier today about the studies made um, to help people understand or to help people into career transitioning. And there's this one study from Harvard Business School that I saw. It's like an exercise. So if you do not know which career to choose or which transition, try this exercise. So it's a Harvard Business School that is exercise that is recommended for people who are trying to do a career transition, but they do not know where to start. So it's called Seven Stories. So what you need to do is take out a piece of paper Write 25 different accomplishments in your life that you enjoyed. Um, I emphasize on enjoyed because um, there are so many accomplishments in our lives that we just do and end up like, you know, that is something we, yeah, you enjoy an accomplishment, but it's not something you can do repeatedly. So think about 25 different accomplishments in your life that you really enjoyed and, you know, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be um, something specific. It doesn't have to be you talking in front of the, the country, the UN. No, it can be anything. School, um, a test. Uh, it can be you talking in front of people. It can be like anything. So after you write those 25, rank them from the most important to least important. I said again, most important to least important. And then choose the top seven. After choosing the top seven of your accomplishments, write a story, like a paragraph-length story on each of them. And after you do that, find what the keywords that were repeatedly used in the paragraph stories. And the most repeated words could be like, I was on stage, I was talking to people, I was like managing this. There you will see, if you talk about I was on stage, you realize that you like talking on stage. Maybe public speaking could be a thing. And if you were um, working with people, you could be 
a good um, human resources. You could be a good um, sales and marketing. You could be anything related to people. And um, those are the first you start looking into. Also, if you probably said um, I was, let's say, I was working on a project that it could be a good technical person in terms of maybe software that that project could be about uh you could be just a program manager like it depends could be an event you're managing and there so you probably someone that could be doing well in event management field or you could be, do something that will warm people's hearts like it doesn't matter what uh your top accomplishments you will see what actually is repeated in those and there i'm, I'm Trust me, you will see who exactly you are. Now let's move on to scale up. As we navigate the twists and turns of the career transition, another challenge that often surfaces in the perceived is the skill gap. So the fear of stepping out into a new role without all the required qualifications can be paralyzing. Trust me, you do not know where to start. You do not know who to talk to. However, it's essential to recognize that this fear is a common thing and it's manageable. It's a very manageable aspect of this transition process. So let's explore effective strategies to bridge the skill gap and, you know, boost your confidence in your new professional venture. So firstly, conduct a comprehensive skill assessment. Identify the skills you currently possess that are transferable to your desired field. This is not, not only... <laughs> People actually don't realize what skill, what identifying your skills can be. So if you identify the skills that you need and identify the skills that you have, this not only helps you recognize your exciting strength, but also highlights areas where you need to focus on acquiring new skills. You're not going to be scattered or confused or everywhere in your transition. You're going to focus and you're going to know what exactly you need. So next, invest in continuous learning. With the wealth of online resources and, you know, courses, workshops, and resources available, are, it's never been easier to upskill or reskill. Right now, we are in the most, um, we're in the most privileged era that has ever been in terms of finding resources online. That has ever been, but more is coming. That means if you would transition in a year or two, you even have better resources and even more accessible. Some, most of them are free. So whether it's through platforms like LinkedIn Learning, Coursera, or you know industry-specific training programs, taking proactive steps to enhance your skill set, demonstrate your commitment to professional development, can be a very helpful step. So um, networking is another powerful tool for overcoming the skill gap. Connect with professionals in your desired field. Attend industry events and seek mentorship. Engaging with experienced individuals not only provides valuable insights but can also lead to opportunities for hands-on learning and skill development. So finally, consider some volunteer work or internships to gain practical experience. This opportunity not only allows you to apply skills in a real-world setting, but also serve as a testament to your dedication and adaptability. So imagine this, if you volunteered somewhere and you were putting this on a CV, trying to attain this new job of yours, 
imagine what those people that you've volunteered with could talk about you. Imagine um, the, the specifications of the things you do, the accomplishments you make, like all those. This could this volunteering experience could work as a field for you to practice what you did, what you want to do. And um, that also applies the same for internships. So in essence, rather than viewing the skill gap as a roadblock, see it as a bridge to new opportunities. By approaching this challenge with a pro proactive mindset and a commitment to lifelong learning, do not take this as a permanent transition. Take it as a lifelong learning. You will not only bridge the gap, but also emerge stronger and more capable in your new career path. So imagine this, if you were if you were successful in one career transition and then after a particular amount of time, you're like, no, I do not want to work into this anymore. There is a strategy you used when you transitioned before, and this will make you confident. It will give you the confidence to actually want to change and know that it's going to be okay and you can do it. You know the strategy, you know how you laid out your skills, the, the skills you needed and the skills you had, and then formed a bridge, put them together. Yeah. Um, also, there is something that commonly come in when uh, people are talking about career transition, and this is the financial concern. The financial concern often top the list of worries during career transition. The uncertainty of income can be stressful. Today, we'll discuss strategies to manage your finances during the period of career transition and, and ensure a smooth transition. As we delve deeper into the landscape of uh, career transition, it's we are not, as today we're going to explore the practical strategies to manage your finances during this period and ensure a smooth transition. The first step in addressing financial concerns is creating a compressive budget. Take a close look at your current expenses and identify areas where you can cut back or make adjustments. Having a clear understanding of financial landscape will empower you to make informed decisions and allocate resources effectively. Trust me, if you go into this without information, without making your Excel sheets, without making your budgets, it's not going to work. So you have to be practical, you have to be proactive and see exactly where you can make those sacrifices like the cutbacks and adjustments and then invest that money into your career transitioning. So consider building an emergency fund. Having an emergency fund financial safety net can provide peace of mind during uncertain times. So if you know you've saved up and you know you're going through something, something like a career transition or something that will make you need money, it's definitely going to help you into this transition and aim to save at least three to six months worth of living expenses to cover unexpected costs and is the transition in your career. I know us as Randoms Africans, it might be hard, especially based on what you do right now. To say that I'm saving for six months worth of living expenses might be hard. But also if you want to make this career transition, it's not going to come on a silver platter. You have to work for it. You have to invest in it. You have to sell for it. So that does not be something you just think of in the morning and wake up, do it. Let this be um, something that you plan for, something that you invest in and Maybe in the future when you actually face like this financial problems, do not say that Sandra said, dive into it. <laughs> yes, I'm saying dive into it, but dive into it with caution. Like 
know that you will need to leave, you will need to spend. So definitely consider building an emergency fund. So uh, second, explore alternative income streams. This could involve freelance working, part-time gigs, or consulting opportunities related to your current skill set. So if you want to transition and you don't want, want to work, that's a nine-to-five job, and you already have a skill set, this is something you can do. You can use your already existing skills to freelance and, you know, make money as you work into your transition. Diversifying your income sources not only provides additional financial security, but also opens up avenues for expanding your professional network. So yeah, review and optimize your investments. If you have investments, consult with a financial advisor or someone who is already in the field to ensure your portfolio if it aligns with your current financial goals and risk tolerance. So I'm still going to say it. Don't go into this recklessly. Go into this with thought and go into this with plan. So this step can make you, can help you maximize returns and make you informed, help you make informed decisions in your financial risk, financial future. So uh, lastly, be open to transparent to me be up lastly be open and transparent about your financial situation with your support network discussing your plans with friends and family or even mentors can help you you know to lead a valuable advice and potential assistance remember you are not alone in this journey like seeking guidance and you know help can help you can be a big 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 part of your change and um it can make it can play a significant difference in navigating your financial challenges. In conclusion, by proactively managing your finances and implementing these strategies that we mentioned above, you can approach a career transition with confidence and focus on the exciting opportunities that lie ahead, not just your finances and worry. In conclusion, we learned so much about career transitioning today. And uh, by implementing the strategies said above and facing your fears, it can help you in career transitioning, but go into it with a plan, like I said. Uh, manage your finances well, have a plan, uh, seek mentorship, seek help and guidance from people who are already there in the field or in even your, you know, your loved ones. And yeah, thank you for joining me today. I'll see you in the next episode. And yeah, if you found this episode very valuable to people who are probably in the career transition and um, that are around you in your circle, be sure to share it. Thank you very much. This is Sandra. I'm signing off. Happy transitioning. Ciao. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, keep pursuing your dreams, embracing new opportunities, and never stop investing in yourself. Together, let's make your career aspirations a reality.